1: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Hello and welcome to the program. I'm Chris Stafford and my guest this time is German event rider Julia Krajewski. Julia recently finished third at the Le Moulin CCI four-star event with Samurai du and has consequently been named as the first reserve for the Rio Olympic team. And she joins me now from her training base in Germany. Julia, welcome to the program.
1: Hello, thank you very much for the invitation.
0: Well, it's uh, great to catch up with you because I watched you at Le Moulin at the CCI four-star recently and you went absolutely fabulously. Obviously, leading after the dressage and then uh, going so well cross-country. It really was lovely to watch. And and what a finish there. Finished third in the four-star. That must be a career highlight for you.
1: Well, definitely a career highlight. Um, I have to say it was my... Goal or my dream for a couple of years to finally do a CCI four star. I've been, I've done my first three star six years ago, and since then I was always like trying to make it to the four star. But for some reason, sometimes injured horses or horses which just didn't really make it to a four star, it never really happened. So for me, it was. A really long build up <laughs> so to say. Um but with the horse, uh, Samurai Du To. Um I have him for five years now. So really started from the scratch with him. It was so far the, the, the perfect um perfect competition of, of our career so far together. It was like leading the dressage, I know he's a good horse, but really get it right on the day was very special and Um, cross country I was very very happy with how he answered all the questions and how he jumped so bravely you never really know how they cope with 40 fences up to maximum height and spread Um, so I was very very happy about that I I wasn't really concerned about the time faults because it was the first time he um, ran over such a long distance and I just didn't want to start too too fast so I um like lost some seconds here and there, and then there was a slower minute in the middle, and um, he finished so fit and so well that I'm not concerned that he could even go quicker, and he jumped absolutely fabulous the last day. It was like he had uh, springs on his feet, and um, I was very, very happy with him and really proud because we went every step together, so that was... Like everything to- coming together last week for us so far. And he's still a young horse, isn't he? What is he ten? Uh, yeah, he's ten. Um we brought him up rather slowly, actually, even though now with ten in his first four star he's still young. <laughs> um he did his first three star not even two years ago, I think. Um so last year was his first season with only with, where he did like a proper three-star season and um well yeah he is still young so the best is still to come hopefully <laughs> um yeah but I'm I'm very uh protective about him maybe I can say like that because I, I he's a very careful horse and not too big so we are very careful in not pushing him too much but always staying in his comfort
0: zone and um yeah I hope I hope there's still more to come. <laughs> well, he's, he certainly is showing what he's capable of with that dressage performance there. How did you find him? How, how did you meet?
1: Um, well, there's a woman called Miriam Meilermans Sh- She uh, found Obgan Luvo which is the mm-hmm. famous horse from Sandra Aufwart in France. And um, she's an old friend of my trainer, Rüdiger Schwarz. And uh, one day she called him and said, uh, well, I need to get something done with my eyes. I think she had some kind of operation. And I've got a horse, um, a young horse, Sam, (laughs) Samurai du And do you have someone who could ride him for a couple of weeks until I'm back on track? And, um, well, he said, yeah, you can bring him to Warndorf and Julia can ride him. So, um, well, I rode him for a couple of weeks and he never left again. (laughs) That was... (laughs) When he was just five, so good five years ago.
0: Yes, and, and of course, with that stable name of Sam, taking after <laughs> the other Sam, we. we he's, he's famous for just being called Sam. Bias the Sam, of course, uh, Michael Jung's horse. You, you can't go wrong calling him Sam, but is that a bit confusing on the team when you talk about Sam?
1: Well, um, they haven't been on a team together yet.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> we won't jinx it. I'm sorry, Julian. Yeah. We're <laughs> jinx it.
1: Um, I don't know actually why I called him Sam. I think I didn't call him Sam because of Mickey Sam, because five years ago, um, the other Sam was getting famous, but not as famous as he was, as he is now. But, um, I mean, for Samurai, Sam is just the logical short name. And now we, we came to call him little sam their kleine <laughs> sam <laughs> because he's he's really not not a very big so um well yeah
0: what a team big little two. sam big sam okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk a, a little bit more about your background uh, Julia, and how you got into the sport because you know a lot of people will over here especially around the world will not be familiar with what you've done and then you'll be a fairly new name to them, which is even more important for us to get you on the program and tell everybody what you're doing and that uh, you've got to this point in your career where you could have the biggest uh, year of, of, of your career. But how did it all begin?
1: Well, um, my family is not a very horsey family. <laughs> uh, my mom used to ride, I think, on holidays, and that's... Actually, how I started riding, my family always went on a holiday at some like, little farm at a, like in the Lüneburger Heide, it's a nice holiday area in Germany, and um, I used to ride ponies there in the summer holidays, just every now and then. And somehow, like I started to like riding there. <laughs> And uh, when my family moved from the Hanover, fr- from a bigger city to a small a small village, my mom decided that we should do something proper, um, which would be riding. So she- we bought some ponies and just started riding. And um, I think it was a coincidence that a good friend of my mom used to event herself. I think she evented up to... Uh, national championships uh, for seniors and uh, told my mom to buy a, a pony which is capable of jumping mm-hmm. so I got a very young pony it was a stallion um, I think it was four years old I couldn't really do dressage on him <laughs> and was he very didn't want brave. to do <laughs> dressage yeah that was yeah. very brave
0: a four-year-old stallion
1: Yeah, well, he then got gelded pretty soon because it seemed safer for everybody. (laughs) Um, And he he was supposed to do dressage, but he didn't like it at all. So we did some jumping and then in the end ended up doing eventing. And uh, the pony was called Surano, And uh, he really turned out to be the kickstarter for everything because actually he was a, a perfect eventing pony. And... In the end, he took me to my first European Pony Championships in 2001, and he was seven and I was 12, and we won double gold. And <laughs> back then, I thought, okay, that's very easy, because I really, I had no clue. I I did, I think I went to one or two of the selection trails, but um, obviously, they couldn't there were not really many other good riders because I was somehow the only one left. Well, together with a couple of other really young and inexperienced riders, so we made the team, and none of us really knew how we ended up in Spain. Um, but we won well team and individual gold and had a really great week. Got sunburned quite heavily because in the south of Spain, it's not such a good idea to. Right on the beach in the oh so it was very tough for you. yeah it was tough yeah. really it was tough, but <laughs> it was it was I think that was the experience which really made me hungry for more mm. and um my my parents they supported me or still support me uh with everything they they can, but we n- never really had loads of money. <laughs> that's why I got a four year old pony <laughs> um. So I always had to make it work with the horses or ponies I had, but luckily um, there came another four years old stallion some years later, which then was a horse. Uh, His name was Leading Edge, he was also a bit difficult. Actually, he was really, really spooky, and is still spooky. He's now almost 20, uh, and a, a girl is riding him occasionally, but he was very spooky and I, it was a lot of work to make it happen but I was determined that he will be a great event horse and in the end we um, made it to a couple of junior Euro- Europeans and won some medals um, so that was like the basis of everything and then one day um, the National Olympic Committee in Warendorf called and asked Julia do you want to come to Warendorf we, um, we have a group like perspective group it's called it's the um, like a team of people who they think can make it to the top and um, then I moved to Warnedorf uh, nine years ago after I finished uh, school I did A-levels and instead of going studying I moved to Warndorf and um, yeah well, that's nine years ago. It's a really long time. But since then, um, everyone is trying to get me to the top somehow. Um, and I had lots of horses and did, like, had lots of success also. I went uh, to the Young Rider Europeans a couple of times and won some medals. I had a start at the 2011 Senior Europeans in Lemulen. Unfortunately, uh, my horse kicked himself in the cross country and went lame uh, and had to be retired afterwards. And uh, well, I had nice, really nice uh, successes with young horses, but never really made it for my feeling because the, the, actually the, the aim or the goal behind this perspective group is always that the people are supposed to make it in the senior team like Sandra Aufford was in this group, or Andreas Osthold also. Um, So it's if you're named in the team, you really want to make it. And um, in the last three or four years, I think I developed my own system and got some nice young horses, which I really slowly brought into the sport and up the ranks. And... um, which is special, maybe, is that next to riding, I always decided I do not only want to rely on riding horses. But um, I work in the office half day, so I'm only working in the uh, riding in the afternoon. I work in the National Federation office and I did, um, did a trainer degree, which is like a bachelor yes. uh, degree, uh, which took f- three years. So I'm like a I'm a proper trainer with a degree, and I work as a trainer a lot for the under 21, under 18, and under 16 squads as a co-trainer so far. Um, yeah, so I've got three things to do at the same time pretty much, but I really enjoy it because it's not only about
0: riding myself. <laughs> right, and you've actually got three FEI level horses. What now, uh, Chipmunk and uh, London Return? Tell us about those and what level they're at now and what your plans are for them. Um, well, London Return was uh, bought by the Federation for me
1: four years ago. Um, probably with higher aims. We were supposed to do Forster and in, in 2013, but um, turned out that he um, does not, Just it's just not enough to make it to four-star. He's very happy in three-star and also did a couple of long three-stars, but the the extra fitness and the extra work is just a bit too much maybe for him, so we decided not to push him that far anymore. He's got um, rather warm bloody, um, and he's 15 now, so he's doing every couple of weeks, he's doing a nice CIC three-star, and I did a bit of 130 show jumping in the winter with him, and um, he's doing a really good job at that level. And, um, yeah, so he's it was some kind of fun horse for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are no big plans with him. It's just keeping him happy and um, taking him where I think the, the competition format suits him. Um, Chipmunk is only eight. He, um, he's a great horse. He's really, I think he's got pretty much everything you... You can ask for, but he's a really big horse. Compared to Sam, it's like the big one and the small one. Um, So Chipmunk really needed some time to develop and I think still needs time to fully mature. He did the first three-star in Wiesbaden a couple of of weeks ago and uh, he came second. And um, he then had a little break and will probably aim for Buckelo at the end of the year to get a qualifying result for the European Championships next year. So if I possibly have two horses for the Europeans next year, that would be really, really cool. So that would
0: be the the aim. Yes, let's not forget that you did come first and second with those two. In Renswood. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that was not a bad week. In fact, it's been a pretty good few weeks for you, hasn't it? Hitting this kind of form. You mentioned that you that you trained with uh, Rudiger Schwartz. Do you still train with him? Yeah,
1: he's um, well, he's the trainer of the Perspective Group uh, where I'm in for nine years now, mm-hmm. and um, he's not only a trainer. He's also very well. He likes Sam a lot, I think, and he somehow. Managed the whole career. Um, he's very protective about him, and I think he knows the horse inside out. Not as good as me, maybe because I'm riding him, but as good as a trainer can know a horse. So it's very important to me to work uh, together with him and talk about what to do next and where to go next. And um, he was the one who said last autumn, Well, Let's not go to Paul, but give him another six months to develop, and then um, go to Le Muen. And um, it paid off, so I trust him a lot <laughs> in um, in in his knowledge of training and where to go with which horse. And also, he's a great trainer cross country. Um, when it comes to like course building and putting up um, technical lines, and I know when he says. You will do four strides here and five strides there. It will happen. So that's very. It's good to know that there's someone who really knows you and the horse. And yes. when he says it will go well, it normally does. So,
0: well, that was good advice from Po to Lemoulin Instead, so maybe Poe another time. If you did not get to go to Rio, Julia, would you do Po, po with him this year?
1: Well. I don't think that I would do another long one with him this year.
0: Um, he did a
1: really good job at Lumuren, but it's not that I have lots of championships horses, um, mm-hmm. and he couldn't have been lot better at Lumuren. And I would probably rather do a few short ones, uh, like short three stars, and then um, save him for next year.
0: Right. Well, given your first class English here Julia you have to explain that you did spend some time training didn't you in England I believe you were with the team trainer Chris Bartle you're good friends with him
1: Um, well yeah I've been uh, in England with Chris in 2010 Um, it's it's a part of the prospective group group program that we get to spend some time in England Uh, between 6 and 12 weeks I think I went for 8 weeks and I've been there, again, 2013 for a couple of weeks. And we try to go when we've got the time and when it fits fits in the um, season. Um, but it's very expensive, <laughs> everything in England. Um, well, it might be
0: cheaper now that they're leaving the European yeah, Union. Maybe. But that's another <laughs> conversation.
1: <laughs> maybe. We will see. And But, but, but my English, I, I try my best, but we in the eventing world you get to know people from the other countries and you have to speak in English from very young age. So it well if you want to talk to people then you have to somehow learn a bit of English.
0: <laughs> well we're glad that you do. Let's talk a little bit more about you know your your plans in the long term. How ambitious are you? Has the results that you've had so far, particularly with Sam And, well, it goes all the way back to the ponies, as we've heard. Has that developing success made you more ambitious, Julia, over the years and and now most recently being named for the long list for Rio?
1: Um, Partly, I would say. Um, Between the highs (laughs) and the successes, there have definitely been some lows, like injured horses or sold horses, Um, or missed chances maybe which made me very realistic about what it takes to be successful in the sport Um, which was also a reason why I decided not only to rely on riding but to develop a second leg in teaching or coaching Um, it was I was especially happy in Le because it somehow paid back for all the the time you put into it and the, the time you, you take to make it happen, to feel, okay, I can do it. I can do a four-star. It's not out of reach. Uh, made me very happy and a bit calmer, actually. I'm Obviously, I'm ambitious. I want to go to Rio. I want to make it to the team. But I feel that, for me, finally I've proven I can do a proper four-star. And, well, then I will... will have a next goal and next aim that is definitely to make it on the team um, but I'm quite realistic on it I think it, my happiness doesn't depend on making a team or um, being successful here or there it's personal goals and I want to reach them but um, yeah it's not only about being successful in the sport I think
0: well, we know that riders in the sport have their preference between the three phases. Uh, which are your favorite phases and and, and, and why? And and w- which do you think are your strengths and weaknesses within the three phases, Julia?
1: Well, most eventers probably say it's cross-country. <laughs> um, I really have to say it's the combination of all three um, what I like most about eventing um, obviously I really like cross country because there's not a, not another feeling in the world which compares to that but I'm also I'm quite nervous um, before I have to tackle a big, big cross country track, it's not that I don't want to do it but it, it makes me nervous um, I really like to do dressage because it makes me I think it's really interesting to feel how the horse um, improves the way of going and how it gets a feeling himself for his body and like when you get the first proper trot steps out of a horse, it's it's a nice feeling for me. I really like to work a horse in dressage if it if it's capable to do a bit of dressage and wants to work obviously. And um, I think show jumping was always my weakest phase, uh, but. Recently, I've like Chipmunk and Samurai du Tour are some really good jumping horses, so um, I got to like that. But I would say I'm I'm doing a good job show jumping, but not a very very good job. I there are some people who can make a very good show jumper out of a good show jumper, and I think I'm maybe I can make a better show jumper out of a normal show jumping horse, but I'm not an expert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what do your family say about what you're doing now and the success that you've had and you know they they certainly gave you the support from the sounds of things and continue to but what has that been their reaction to your success
1: well obviously they they always believed in me and supported me and um my sisters used to ride also but gave it up pretty much to to go to um, university um, but they come to competitions every now and then, and my dad is is filming everything when he's there, and um, making DVDs out of it, and my mom helps me a lot with um, like administrative stuff, so they, they support me where they can, and um, they're obviously very, very happy for me uh, if it goes well, but they're very supportive when it doesn't go well, so um, they're really good to have. You know, like as a backup or as a as a support.
0: Yes, your support team. Well, I'm sure there'll be in Aachen to watch you be the guinea pig in that big arena. Well, I think my sister she's studying at Aachen, so ah. she
1: will probably come. And uh, my mom is working in the in the equine industry, so I think she will be there as well. I'm not so sure if my dad is coming. And my my other sister is um, working in Munich, so I think she won't be able to make it. But um, they will probably, well, if they can, they will be there. But I'm not so sure. <laughs> How will
0: you feel a bit? Have you, you'll have ridden at Aachen before, no doubt. But you know, getting into that big arena is is quite a different atmosphere. It's so big, isn't it?
1: Well, I haven't been to Aachen before. It's my first time, also. Oh, because...
0: I would have thought being, a, <laughs> yeah, you would have at least no. been there. No.
1: Um, well, I have been there watching, but only cross country. I think when the World Equestrian Games have been there in 2006. Yes. Um, but I've never ridden there because um, it's always the last selection trail for the Germans. And um, so we have, and we have very limited spaces. So it's normally, it's only really for the last six to eight horses, which will go in the end. And I never really made it that far. So it will be the first time. Uh, it will be very exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. And, but, I'm just hoping, or actually, I'm, I think Sam will be quite relaxed after I've been able to ride in the arena a couple of times before, maybe. So I hope um, he will just rise to the occasion a little bit, like in the Moulin, and do a good job. Yes. And I think it will be, a, if in case I might go to Rio, it, it will be
0: a, a really good um, test and really good practice. Yes for both of you and uh, so Definitely. Sam has yeah. to know when he goes into that arena in Aachen this is just the beginning of the big stage <laughs> Yeah maybe <laughs> Wonderful well we wish you the very best of luck Julia and I, I think we've got lots to look forward to with you and your partnership with Sam and with the other horses that you'll be bringing along in your career it sounds like a very balanced lifestyle you've got going there <laughs> and as well as the talent to, to go all the way to the top and hopefully on the team one day, if not this year, at least one day, because there's lots more to come from you and Sam. So all the best, and thank you so much for coming on the programme.
1: Thank you very, very much. It was a pleasure.
0: And we'll have lots more on the Rio Olympic Games at WISP Sports this summer, so do join us on the website at wispsports.com. You can follow the Olympic Games tab at the top to watch videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs, and reports and articles, as well as all the latest news from Rio. So do stay tuned at wispsports.com. And why not follow us on social media, too, at WISP Sports. Until the next time, thank you for listening. Goodbye for now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.